Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. I, I mean, I've worked with Myron for five years. I've never heard him laugh like that. Like, I think if Myron were just, just to sit there and just name shows that used to be on the UPN, he, it would make him happier than anything else he could do. Well, once you start talking UPN, it just got to me, man. <laughs> it's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Matt Jones, Myron Metcalf. College football's back. Tune in Sunday night. LSU battles Florida State. Coverage at 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Adam Gold. I, Adam I, is uh, he's a host on 99 fan, The Fan in Raleigh, North Carolina. Adam, I just want to tell you something. I was in a business meeting the other day, and I'm not being, right. dead, I'm being dead serious about this. I was in a business meeting earlier this week, and I was talking with some people, and, and something's about to happen in Kentucky that's happening in North Carolina in a few months. We won't say what it is, but you could probably figure it out. And they said, who's <laughs> the person on the radio that we should get that, that knows North Carolina the best? And I suggested you, just so you know. So just keep that oh, in mind. Well, thank you very much you're very welcome and the reason we have you on is of course the acc is expanding uh i went to do mm-hmm. many years ago but i hate them you are in raleigh <laughs> and have to deal with these people what do uh-huh. what do the old school powers that be like the original acc before they got all highfalutin what do those fans administrators etc think about the fact that stanford cal and smu are now joining the league well, first of all, Matt, since you've been here, you know that those people are still here. They believe, absolutely believe, that the ACC should still only be eight teams. Yeah, they do. South right. Carolina should be in it. We are stuck in a time warp here. Uh, and by the way, I'm looking forward to the first ACC game tonight when Stanford and Hawaii play. I'm going to stay up there. What is that game start? Three? That yeah, game it's very light. Three? I I'm think it's like 11, yeah. Yeah, I, something like that. Look, they're, they're bent out of shape. They've been bent out of shape since the league moved its headquarters from Greensboro to Charlotte, as though it matters where you have your headquarters or even if you have headquarters. I told Jim Phillips last summer he should just get an RV like the Madden Cruiser and drive around from school to school, and wherever you wake up in the morning, that's where HQ is. It doesn't matter. Uh, but these conferences aren't about anything other than money now. It doesn't matter. It's all corporate takeover. It's their money-making machines. Uh, and whether it's Stanford or Cal or SMU or Boise or San Diego State or St. Andrews or McGill in Montreal or University of Copenhagen, whoever can make you the most money, they're on your side. Adam, has the ACC done enough to keep North Carolina, Florida State, Virginia from the powerhouses in that league from maybe giving the Big Ten and the SEC a call in the future? Have they, I mean, there was nothing they could do. If those schools wanted to go to the – I mean, the, the, the notion that this move is going to push them out the door, I don't even understand why you would think that. They're, if they were going to go out the door – they go out the door with or without this move. This doesn't bridge the gap enough. I mean, it creates more money. 
but it doesn't get you anywhere close to what the SEC and the Big Ten are going to pull in. So I don't even understand that mindset that, oh, now that they've done this or this will prevent them. No, if they were going to go, they were going to go. I would argue, and I spoke to Bubba Cunningham about this a few weeks ago, if Florida State wants to leave, get yourself a half a billion dollars, write the check and go. Because that's what it's going to cost right now to leave the ACC and challenge the grant of rights. $120 million exit fee, and then the grant of rights, you cede your media money back to the ACC, no matter where you go. Not ACC media money. Wherever you get your media money from belongs to the ACC by, by the contract. Can you get out of it? Sure, but you're going to have to pay your way out of it. So let me ask you a question, a bigger picture question. I sort of see, I mean, Florida State, Clemson, they might end up in the SEC, but I think the two sort of, the two big fishes, at least the two I think both the SEC and Big Ten would want, are North Carolina and Virginia. So many years ago, I heard that North Carolina and Duke nearly, really seriously considered going to the SEC together. That obviously didn't happen. If North Carolina, because I think North Carolina is the biggest fish, does North Carolina have any pressure whenever they make a decision to move? Because I think they're going someday. The question is only when. Do they have any pressure to take Duke because of rivalry? Do they have any pressure to take NC State because of political pressure? Or are they a solo actor? Well, it wouldn't be up to North Carolina as the school anyway. It would simply be up to the people who pull the strings at the state legislature. Um, And whether or not North Carolina goes on their own, it's probably not even up to the school. Uh, And it's it's funny because today, originally, there were four no votes. Florida State and Clemson, North Carolina and North Carolina State were all part of the no, we're not doing this, which would have been fine if they didn't do it. It didn't bother me one way or the other. Um, And then North Carolina State flipped their vote to yes. And the the prevailing thought was, well, now North Carolina is not going to take them. As though it's their decision. It isn't their decision. Not to mention, somebody's got to invite you. (laughs) And I'm not saying that NC State is not an attractive proposition. It's not, though. But it's not. Not in comparison to North Carolina. There's a lot of eyeballs. It's a lot of eyeballs in the state of yeah, North Carolina. Yeah, but I mean, not, you're right. But like, if I if, state in the country now. But if you so, were ranking uh, it, Adam, wouldn't you say? I mean, North Carolina, Virginia, Florida State. They, I mean, NC State might be in the next group, but it's not in the top group. Yeah, yeah. no, no. I wasn't. I wasn't ranking them ahead yeah. of UNC. And you're right. UNC is the most attractive school. And by the way, I don't think the SEC has any interest at all in Florida State and probably not Clemson. I agree. I, don't I think agree. They'll get the votes. I agree. They wouldn't get the votes for those schools. Uh, so uh, I but I do think the Big Ten might be. Uh, if the Big Ten wants to co- become the Big Twenty Two, uh, which why not? Uh, I think they might be, and the Big Ten would definitely have interest in North Carolina and Virginia and probably Florida State and Clemson. Uh, And at that point, maybe the SEC wants to get in uh, to North Carolina, and then they would take uh, NC State because, as I like to say, somebody's got to lose. Yeah. Well, Adam Gold, the Adam Gold Show, 99 the fan in Raleigh. Thank you very much for all the insight, and uh, go tell all my good friends in the triangle hello. I blow kisses at you, Matt. Thank you. Go Canes. Uh, I would, uh, Myron, when it comes to – 
to to the teams that are left. I would argue if I it's it's interesting. He said what I have thought, but I always thought was weird. The SEC oddly should want North Carolina and Virginia, which are schools that, in terms of culture, seem better fits for the Big Ten. Mm -hmm. But I think the SEC would have more interest. And the Big Ten probably wants Florida State and Clemson, schools that, by culture, you would think are more like the SEC. But the SEC's already in Florida and South Carolina. They aren't in North Carolina and Virginia. And so I could actually see, oddly, it being flipped. Yeah, I mean, they, they could flip that around. It's clearly clear. I think those four schools are the ones that we'll continue to talk about. I mean, the grant of rights is something that the Pac-12 didn't have. You know, the Pac-12 was scrambling to try to get that in place and keep the league together. The ACC does have that. It costs a lot of money to get out of a deal. But when you're talking billions and billions of dollars that are flowing in realignment, I think those schools, if the offer were right, would consider it. Yeah. But I don't think it's over. Like, to me, Matt... Today is a big day because it feels like, okay, it's only Washington State and Oregon State left. But I don't think this is the last move in realignment at all. Vic in Jersey. What do you got, Vic? How are you guys doing? Good. Listen, good, good. I listen to you talk about music, right? You talk about rock and roll? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Greta Van Fleet and Rival Sons. <laughs> Vic, can I ask you a question? <laughs> Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> what was the question? Hang on, hang on, Ryan. Who are you trying to call? He's and gone. we lost him, too. What was the I'm question, liking this. Though? This whole Michael K. show accidentally calling <laughs> these numbers, I think, is a great what addition. The, what was the because, question? Well, I'm sure Michael K. was like, I mean, the Yankees stink, so he's probably like, tell me what rock and roll you like. <laughs> and it's Greta Van Fleet and the band with the beat. Let's go to Jordan in White Plains. Jordan, how are you? I'm doing well. What do you got? Hello? Yeah. yeah. What you got? Am I on the radio? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I'm a big uh, Jets fan. Okay. And I, I want to know what the odds against playing the Bills are to the, uh, this weekend, 9-11. Like, what do you guys feel about the game? I think we're going to destroy the Bills, personally. All right, I actually think the Bills are going to win. I think the Jets are the most overrated team, Jordan, in the entire NFL. Just because they're on hard knocks and they have that blowhard at Aaron Rodgers yapping all the time, I think they have no chance of winning the AFC East, and I think you're going to see it when they play the Bills this weekend. Oh, man, I I think it'll be a good game. I would pick Buffalo Bills just because I think it's going to take the Jets' time for Aaron Rodgers – to get into a rhythm, Garrett Wilson and the rest of the receivers. That defense will still be good right away. But I think they lose this first game as they try to build that chemistry in the season. Jack is in New York. Jack, what do you got? What's going on, guys? How's it going? Good. Good. Going to, going to say I'm a fan of yours, not so much Michael Kay. I'm I'm a Jets and uh, – Mets fan, not a Yankees and Giants. Listen to okay. this guy. See, so you you're actually trying to call us, not Michael <laughs> K, right? There you there you go. I appreciate it. Thank I've you, Jack. Listening, I've been listening to you. You guys are good. I don't, I, I don't want to talk about the last place Yankees. I want to find out what you guys think about where Jonathan Taylor is going to end up. That's this a great year. question. Is he going to play at all? Well, that's a good question, Myron. Yeah. I think I, he is going to play. They're going to end up trading him. But if you had to guess, where do you think the likely scenario is? 
I think, you know, the the Dolphins and the Packers will still be good candidates. I watch for a team like the Vikings, you know, potentially. I think it's going to happen with a team that feels like they're a player away from really contending at some point in early October. But the price is going to go down. Whatever the Colts thought they were going to get, it's not going to happen. But I think that's when we'll see sort of a second-tier team make a run at Jonathan Taylor. By the way, we're just having fun with the Michael K. calls. I think, is there something wrong? Like, why are we – I mean, Jack was trying to call us. But but I'm sure Michael K. is a great – I don't know Michael K., but I hear the Yankees games, he seems to have a good voice. So just want everybody to know, because I think he's in the ESP. Is he in the ESPN family? Admiring? Yeah, no, Michael K is great, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, is he part of our thing? Yeah. I don't, okay. All, K-Rod uh, Cass has been a thing on ESPN2 during Sunday Baseball this year, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. He does the thing with A-Rod, right? Yeah. Okay. K is great. Yes. <laughs> Michael, so, so Michael K and, and we are, are, are friends. 888-SAY-ESPN. I want to go back if you if you have a if you want to call in it's Friday call about whatever you want. I want to go back for a second on the college football thing. The a few years back when the SEC decided to make the move for Texas and Oklahoma that sort of yep. started all this right. Yep, yep. And I think Greg Sankey took a lot of criticism yep. from people who were saying basically he was disturbing the peace that there had been sort of a detente for a while and that when they took Texas and Oklahoma that blew everything up. But, Myron, wasn't he right? I mean, if they didn't do it, at some point someone was going to, and he got the biggest prize. So, ultimately, does the rest of football sort of owe him an apology? I think so. I mean, Greg Sankey was willing to say publicly what the other commissioners were saying behind closed doors. Greg Sankey said, listen, realignment's happening. We're going to go after the biggest prizes out there, Oklahoma and Texas, because it's going to help us stabilize in the future. The Big Ten said, well, we're going to form an alliance with the ACC and the Pac-12, and now the Pac-12 doesn't exist anymore because it was every league for themselves. So, yeah, I think Greg Sankey deserves a lot of credit. Greg Sankey played, you know, obviously when there was a dispute about playing in COVID, you know, right or wrong, he said, listen, we're eventually going to do this so we should figure it out while the other leagues maybe paused and eventually came back. We had him talk about the 12-team playoff. They voted against that. Greg Sankey was in favor of it, which it goes against his league. He doesn't have to invite anybody else to get the SEC in the playoff, but the other leagues were against it. Then they jumped on board, and the same thing happened. It felt like with realignment. He said, this is happening whether you like it or not. The other league said, let's keep things the way that they are, and now here we are. So I think Greg Sankey should be viewed as a catalyst in the inevitable, uh, and all those commissioners just followed him and weren't willing to be as bold as he was. I appreciate the honesty of Greg Sankey because he was right the whole time. And you're exactly right. All the people that called him names and said this, he they ended up doing the same thing. 100%. I'll also note when all the sort of, uh, you know, the, the music is stopped, the only conference that makes geographic sense is the SEC. <laughs> I mean, it's the truth. I mean, the Big yeah. Ten goes from Rutgers all the way to UCLA. The ACC now goes from Boston College to Cal Berkeley. The mm-hmm. Big 12 goes from Central Florida to Arizona. And I am in Kentucky, in Lexington, the northernmost point of the SEC. And Myron, I could in one day drive to every SEC road game. Yeah. And no other conference would that be true. So actually, in the end, 
as all these conferences have sold their souls, the only one that has a shred of geographical consistency to it is actually the SEC. Do you think Missouri just stays quiet at they SEC need to meetings? Be out. Do you think Missouri, they just don't speak up? Just Missouri was like- our one mistake. You know, like every every band has that album they wish they hadn't made. You know what I mean? Like everybody has has that year where they're like, you know what? I don't think I should have dated her. Missouri is that for us. We look in the mirror and we go. We shouldn't have done this with Missouri. It was not what we needed. I mean, I was watching Nebraska last night lose to Minnesota in the Big Ten, the Missouri in the SEC. There's a couple of schools, Matt, where they don't say anything. And I respect it because they're yeah. like, listen, we're at the table. We're getting these big checks. We're just going to stay quiet, go two and nine, and yeah. let everybody leave us alone, right? Honestly, we probably, in hindsight, should have taken like Virginia Tech because that's in the yeah. mountains of Virginia, yeah. and then let Missouri stay where they are. Missouri <laughs> adds nothing except a journalism school, Great and nobody likes that. Yeah, but nobody like, wants to hang out with those people anyway. And then uh, uh, I'm one of them, but yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, but you didn't, you didn't go to Missouri, though. No, I wasn't good enough. I didn't. Yeah, Missouri, I, I mean, those they, they, there's like a little bit of arrogance that comes yeah, with it, too. Bit. And who wants to go to Columbia, Missouri? What's there to do? So we, that great is karaoke one, night at this bar I went to one time. What? I went to a what, great karaoke night at a bar in Columbia a couple years ago. What makes a great karaoke night? It was, it was honestly the most diverse karaoke night I've ever been a part of. Everybody in Columbia <laughs> was there. <laughs> what's, every kind of music. What's, and what's, it, how diverse could it be? I mean, dude, I'm talking about any- everything. You, na- everybody was in there. Then there was like a whole pool hall thing happening. It was, it was, it was lit in Columbia. Do you know what the name of the of the karaoke place? You want to give them a shout out in Columbia? I don't know the name, but let me tell you, it was the greatest karaoke night I've ever been to in my entire life. Well, you just you met a woman, right? No, no, it was just, it was just, it was just a wild nobody, night. Nobody has a no, memory no, of karaoke unless they see. No, let's move on. Let's move on. No, 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 no. I want to know. Karaoke it was just a great night. night. That's all. Columbia Karaoke Myron. <laughs> the women will never forget it. No, what is the stop. biggest stop. NFC question heading into this <laughs> NFL season? We'll deal with that. But first, Myron has this word from Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> Don't start rumors about me. If you need to hire fast and hire right, you need Indeed. The number one source for hires in the U.S. According to Talent Nest, sponsor a job and Indeed will help you attract, interview, and hire candidates fast. With Instant Match, you'll instantly receive a short list of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. You can easily schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit to get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Get started at Indeed.com slash credit. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage 
to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. What is this music? Jay-Z and Kanye. No. Yeah, I don't have this one. Canty and Carlin is presented by... Progressive Insurance, save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Matt Jones, Myron Metcalf. Now, there's some breaking news here. I want to see what you think about this, Myron. Travis Kelsey made a plea to Chris Jones to return to the Chiefs on his podcast, saying of his teammates' decision to hold out, I just don't get it. Kelsey said, Chris, can you please come back? You're scaring me, man. I don't get it. You must know something I don't know because I don't get it. I want to get another uh, Super Bowl ring with you. Yeah, what do you, you make think, about that? You think that works better than a phone call? I, I don't know, man. I, I guess it all depends on the personality. But for me, if we're friends like that, even if there's sort of this dispute, I, I'd rather you talk to me, kind of behind the scenes. There's nothing wrong with it. But you know, Kelsey obviously understands the game and the business, and I think it's kind of lame. More yeah, than that, yeah. I, I mean, I actually. All right, so let's use me and you. Okay, let's say you and I, we're friends, and let's say you're holding out for more money from uh, ESPN, and I go on my podcast and say, come on, Myron, I don't understand what you're doing. Yeah. Come back. I I think you would be upset, and I think you'd have a right to be. I mean, isn't there sort of like a player's kind of stick together like why is he doing what's he doing taking up for the ownership position yeah i think that's the challenge is it does sound like an ownership kind of side and all this like he's kind of taking that side of hey man just figure it out take whatever money they're offering you so we can get out there and play and and that's disingenuous from a guy who knows how important it is to get that money in the nfl there's no guarantee of another contract in the nfl for anybody yeah so like you have to get as much money as you can I just – it rubbed me the wrong way because I'm like, you call him and talk about that. You don't say that publicly. Is it, am I the only one that thinks maybe Travis Kelsey's gotten a little big for his britches? He's a lot. He's a lot now. He's a lot. He's, um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know that – maybe he was always like that, and I didn't know because I didn't care. Yeah. But it's like, okay, Travis Kelsey, I will completely recognize that you're really good. 
Yeah. But you also have a dude named Patrick Mahomes on your team. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you're not hosting Saturday Night Live without Patrick Mahomes. And I yeah. do feel like – I feel like I've kind of reached my limit of Kelsey that I yeah. need in my life. It's like I think I have plenty of Kelsey juice, and I yeah. think I could use less. Wouldn't you would, – do you agree? Yeah, I think the uh, the Taylor Swift thing probably pushed it over the top a little bit. I don't know if you, I don't know if you know about that. Was he like – wasn't he like upset he didn't get invited yeah. or something? Yeah, now he's turned it into a whole thing. But I mean, ta- uh, with, yeah, wasn't it like he thought Taylor Swift should have asked him out or something? Yeah, and now it's kind of become a theme – for, for him, it's like an ongoing storyline. It's a, it's a lot. I do think he's a lot. And the problem is, listen, those quirky, funny dudes that you're like, man, that dude's kind of cool with a Super Bowl team. When they lean too far into it, I it agree. eventually becomes annoyance, right? I, I totally agree with you. Like, it's one thing if you're that guy and we kind of see you a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's another thing. Like, I think Travis Kelsey probably thinks I can be Gronk. You know what That's I mean? What it is. Like, yeah, maybe it is a little bit of Gronk. Like, yeah. I think I can be Gronk, but I don't think he is Gronk. No, I'm not a huge one. Gronk guy either, but, like, I get – I understand the Gronk. He's kind of a goober appeal. Yeah. I just – if I'm Chris Jones and that dude is saying that on his podcast, I'm going to be like, shut up, man. If you yeah. were my friend, you'd, you'd support me and you wouldn't be out there publicly telling me to come back. Yeah, it, it would literally go against the union, right? I mean, that's yeah. the thing. Like, it's it's a player who's in a union with another player, and that player is holding out for more money. As fans, yeah, a fan can say, hey, Chris Jones, we want to see you back. Come on, man. You're not going to get Aaron Donald money. you got to come back and accept a contract. But I would never want to see a teammate get involved with that. Like, teammates in these situations usually, Matt, just say, hope he's, you know, hope for the best. I know they're going to work out a deal. We need him to play, but I understand his side. They don't say, come back, take the deal so we can move on. I'm going to do a little math here. Hang on just a second. Okay. I think I need – all right, carry the three. I think I need 64% less Kelsey. Yeah. I, need that, I, need, okay. I need that much Kelsey number. to go down. Just yeah. take the Kelsey down a little bit. Yeah. Are there other players you can think of over the years that have been like – they've just become – like I, there was a period where I needed less Rodman. You know, yeah, a, little, yeah. a little Rodman was good, but I thought yeah. we got way too much Rodman. Can you think of anybody like that? I, I need 84% less Kirk Cousins, you know, <laughs> I think. What is it with you and Kirk? I think I need what less of him. you see Kirk Cousins? Like, I don't see Kirk Cousins. He's not, thought, he's, on every, he's not on every television. When I saw the chains and the shirtless. It <laughs> okay, just, that's true. That was a lie. And then that everybody fell for him on that quarterback show, and I just – it became it became way too much. I think, I'll tell you me. another one. I, I got to point. I needed a little less Manny Ramirez back in the day. Yeah, okay, it yeah. felt like it felt Manny like the up. whole "Let's let Manny be Manny's thing. I thought that yeah. we got a little much of that. Eight 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 say ESPN. Yeah, yeah. Have there been players where you're like, you know what? I could use a little less of you because I'm there. I mean, Aaron Rodgers. I've had that opinion about for. 14 years yeah. but that's not going to change but maybe there are uh, others before we before we get get to that 888 say espn mike evans says to trade him is mike evans worth a first round pick mike? yes i, I think he he's is, worth really. it. yeah it's a different conversation for me than jonathan taylor jonathan taylor i think could go to a team mid-season and i think he adds to what they're already doing you know if you're in miami and you're sitting in third place or second place Behind the Buffalo Bills, you're trying to win that division, trying to enhance your seed in the playoffs, and you go, listen, this is a dude who gives us another star with Tua. Yes, I get that. If you're the Packers in the NFC North, which is pretty weak, 
and you add a Jonathan Taylor at some point, and he's the difference between winning the division uh, and finishing second or third and out of the playoffs, I get it. But Mike Evans is a dude who makes you a Super Bowl team, potentially, depending where you are. Nine 1,000-yard seasons in a row. Uh, He has been one of the most consistent players uh, to the age that he's at, 30 years old. Uh, The injuries, obviously, have been a concern in recent years. But even with the injuries, he still put up numbers. I would give up a first-round pick for Mike Evans, and I think a lot of people should be calling the Bucs right now. More people, my guess, Matt, Way more people are calling the Bucks right now than we're calling the Colts. Oh, I think that's definitely the case. By the way, he was—he he wants a new contract. He hasn't demanded a trade. Yeah. I may have missed. He's not demanded a trade, but it feels inevitable if he doesn't get the deal. Like, Probably so. And he's not going to get the deal, which I get. If you're the Bucks, you don't have a quarterback. You and if can't you're, go out paying receivers. And if you're Tampa, also, why do you need you? you you're not going anywhere this year. Yes. So what does having Mike Evans really do? Eight eight eight. Say ESPN again. Are there? Is there anyone that you've kind of? You know, you've had plenty of them. It's like that's enough. Uh, I don't need any more. Sean is in Ohio. Sean, uh, Sean, who is it that you have had enough of? Sean. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I missed the intro. I, I had enough of Patrick Beverly in the past. I agree. Doing all his yaps. Yes. Dylan Brooks. Way too much Dylan Brooks. And then last year, leading up to the season, too much Russell Wilson. I, first of all, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, those are all great. Sean in Ohio wins the call of the afternoon. First of yeah. all, Patrick Beverly, he had that one appearance, right? Was it on first take? <laughs> yeah. And it was great. It was yeah. funny. And then it was like... Now I got Patrick Beverly on my on my TikTok on the yeah. on my Instagram. It's He's like everywhere. there was too much Patrick Beverly, and then Russell Wilson. The moment he made that, what was it, Mister? What was his thing, Mister Unlimited? Unlimited, yeah, I think it was that. And then when he did the video where he posted himself practicing his high fives coming out of the tunnel, <laughs> that's when it was over, man. I think that's when it was over for people. Is he like the dorkiest big athlete in sports? I think I think there are a lot of people who probably see. I mean, when you heard about him doing the stretches on the team plane, I don't know if you heard about that. Like no, he I would didn't do. Hear. What he was would, that? He would be doing his stretches and warm ups in the aisle of the team plane while people were sleeping. That's a real story. <laughs> so I mean, just a lot, man. It's just a lot. <laughs> he is a lot. Eight eight eight. Say ESPN. Who do you have? I like those from Sean in Ohio. Who has there just been like a little too much of in sports that you could use? It's one of those things, Myron, where you'll get people. I've worked with radio hosts like this where I'm like, you're on 10 and I need you on 7 sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Who are those people? We'll deal with that and more here on Kathy and Carl on ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. 
That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Who is this? It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. What is this song? This is all off the Watch the Throne Jay-Z album. Jay-Z and Kanye. Oh, is is there an anniversary, Shannon? Why are we playing so much from this one album? Is it just your thing? Like, what's what's going on? Well, since you asked who it was, so now we have to play more of their songs. Oh. Well, you're not making it to where I'm, like, wanting to listen to more. You didn't didn't know about this album when it dropped? It was Jay-Z and Kanye at the peak. I mean, I've heard of these people, but it's like I didn't know. I didn't. It didn't, I mean, wasn't the most on my popular song of the album is "People in Paris." But we okay, I've yeah. heard that one. I've yeah. heard, I knew yeah. I knew that song. Yeah, but I yeah. don't know these. I'm not a deep cut guy. It's Matt Jones and Myron Metcalf. They try this on a Dodge commercial. That song. I don't. I don't listen to Dodge commercials. Why I'm, you, I'm not. You turn I'm, off the sound. When they well, come I mean, up. I just. I don't. I'm not out there seeking. I'm not out there seeking Pontiac and Dodge commercials. <laughs> I'm out there actually trying to do things productive in life well, rather than just you know make my soundtrack from well, commercials. Speaking of which, we haven't had a plug in about an hour and a half. You want to tell us where we can find that? Wrestlers Netflix on book? Netflix, September 13th. <laughs> the documentary about OVW wrestling presented by. Progressive Insurance. We asked a minute ago, what athletes are you athletes are you tired of hearing from? Hi, Michael yeah. K. Uh, we've got folks in eight 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 say ESPN. Uh, Drew is in West Palm. Who are the athletes, Drew? That you're like, I could use a little less of. Good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, this is a little bit old, but I've got two people. Uh, one was Rob Gronkowski when the Patriots were kind of taking over the world. Agreed. Uh, you couldn't get away from that guy. Too he much was running of his own cruise line. Yeah. And uh, number two, uh, and, and I don't blame this guy because, you know, he went out on top, uh, is Peyton Manning. You couldn't get away from the guy on, on television. Every time he turned around, there was a nationwide commercial about See, him. See, here's why you know, I disagree with you about Peyton Manning. Here's why I disagree with you about Peyton Manning. I actually think Peyton Manning is entertaining. So I feel like with him, kind of like I feel like Charles Barkley, it feels like Peyton Manning and Charles Barkley are everywhere. But I have to tell you, Myron, I actually don't mind it because I think Peyton like Peyton Manning hosted uh, Saturday Night Live twice yeah. and was good twice. And I, I mean, in the realm of athletes, he's as good as anyone's ever done it. So I actually didn't get tired of him. Well, he's a good example of a guy whose personality carried him into post-retirement life. And even if you had maybe a problem with him, I thought it was too much when he played. I think what we've seen post football, it's hard not to appreciate. I mean, the know, Monday Night done. Football thing is—I know it's on ESPN, so it sounds like I'm like plugging, but it's really good. It, it, it is really good. Like yeah, yeah. he and Eli are really good, and the problem is because they're so good, there are other people who think they can do it, and they're the best. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like they're the best. No. So I don't know. I, I am pro. I've seen a lot of athletes host Saturday Night Live. 
some of them were terrible. I challenge you to go watch the Jeff Gordon episode from back in the <laughs> day. Or the worst one of all time, and I'm sure she's a wonderful person, was Nancy Kerrigan. Go yeah, watch the old that. Nancy that Kerrigan was, episode. I, I didn't even think she was going to make it through the hour and a half. But Peyton Manning, that that commercial he did where he hits the kids with the football, yeah, that's and then great. the 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 thing where they're in the locker room and uh, they dance, you know what I'm talking about? That yeah. skit. It was a good those episode. Are, those are both. Uh, those are Who, both great. Who's in charge of picking the athletes for SNL? Because I feel like you know you don't have to just go after everybody. It should go go after people you know will be funny. I'd so who would you funny pick? Like who would you pick? Than, it, than popular. Who's out oh. there that hasn't done it that you would pick? That's a good question. I wonder. Uh, I don't know. I don't have them. You caught me off guard with that. So, well, I, just I bet Tua would be good. I bet Tua, Tua seems <laughs> like Tua. he's got personality. Why, no, why Tua, you, why, why Tua's been kind of going. He's been, you know, having, he's been more. What, what uh, have you, let me ask you a question. What have you seen of Tua that would make you go, well, he, man, he can host just, Saturday Night Live? He's, he's got a, a little more fire. You know, so I think that could be interesting. I think there's give a side the moment, of Tua. Give me the moment Tua has made you laugh the most. That's a good question. T- <laughs> maybe maybe it should be Tyreek Hill. Maybe maybe I picked the wrong guy. All right, all right. I, I'm not sure. Let's go to uh, let's go to Jennifer in Houston. What do you got? Alex Rodriguez. Oh, now that's a tough one because he, you know, but I don't feel like he's. Is where is he? I mean, Myron, I don't know that he's everywhere. Is he? Well, he's on Sunday night. He's on baseball. With us. Okay, he, but where he owns else the is Timberwolves? He? So he's always at. Is He's he, always get games here. He owns the Timberwolves now, so this, so he makes a lot of trips to Minnesota. He lives. He's got a place here. Poor guy. He was actually talking about shoveling his snow one day, and we all knew he didn't actually shovel the snow. Yeah, he took, hey, he took a picture with him. He snow. took a picture with him and a shovel. Oh, stop! And it was like one of those brand new sho- like we knew. <laughs> Like, come on, man. Don't do that. A-Rod does not shovel snow. That's what, he said he did, and we all no, knew. He's like, like, Listen, no offense, A-Rod, but you, uh, the day you shovel snow, is I, <laughs> come on, I man. don't think that's going to happen. Now, we'll deal more with those more athletes, 888-SAY-ESPN. And the, what are the biggest concerns with some teams in the NFC? This is Candy Garland. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.